Hi guys, welcome back to Melanin Girl Problem Podcast. Today we are talking about, on episode 4, about shows that kept me, well, entertained during quarantine and just not bored. So, I'm going to be talking about one of the shows that I have fell in love with since the very beginning, since I was introduced to it by my aunt. And that show is called Call the Midwife. It is an adaptation by Heidi Thomas from the best-selling memoirs of Jennifer Worth. This drama series is a moving, funny, and colorful look at midwifery and the families of 1950s East End London. It follows newly qualified midwife Jenny, who joins an eccentric, lovable community of nuns who are nurses at Nanada's house. Jenny is surprised to find herself at a convent. She thought she's being sent to a small, private hospital and is potentially doubted by her surroundings, and most notably the formidable sister Evangeline and the unconventional sister Monica Jones. But Jenny gradually begins to find her ways and develop incredible friendships among the nurses as they are drawn into the lives and homes of women and families they treat. This show premiered January 15, 2012, and it's still running, and it's still shooting its 10th season. Now, one thing I will say that it does deal with... Uh, a lot of different themes, whether that be um, interracial couples, uh, abortion, AIDS, uh, sexuality. Um, it does a lot of important like stories that normal people wouldn't normally talk about, and I thought that was a uh, very interesting in the show itself. Um, overall, I think you'll find an attachment to each of these characters, as I certainly have. And you have to deal with their own troubles, you know, some deal with alcoholism, some deal with, like, you know, not able to have a child and go through the terms of adoption. I think it's, it's a very show to get very addictive into. And I think it does cast well. It does people, you know, deal with, like, special needs and circus and adoptions and, like, you know, how mothers deal with adoption, how they deal with abortions and what the repercussions are and the, you know, whether that deals with racism or, you know, all, along the lines of different, um, themes and like the depictions of life in London at the time I think they did a very good job of it it's also on Netflix and um so far I would give it like a 8 out of 10 because I love the show so 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 much and it does a good job of dealing with different topics that you know wouldn't think about what happened in London I think um it does a good idea of evoking those ideas of let's say that you would normally see any type of series and I think it does a good job of that I think you know when we talk about midwife we don't think of it being hosted in like a convent with nuns and they also do a midwifery so I think it does a good job with that and I think as well you see each of these women who are nurses and become midwifers helping each woman in the different types of situations and I think along those lines is that well you don't know what to expect. Every time you watch the season, like, every twist and turn just comes at you. Well, that does look like, you know, prostitution, uh, you know, attacks, or, you know, different types of medicine. Like, you know, like the gas helps really pain for the women. Uh, different types of pregnancies, you know, in any type of woman, like little size, interracial, blacks, white, you know, foreign people, as well as Germans. Like, it does a good job of, you know, let women deal with the pregnancy back then when you know medicine with women are just slowly advancing one way or another so i think that's a good way to like you know portray a show in its best area especially in east end london where we had no idea 
and money, like what they were doing medicine-wise in that particular case. But I think this is one of the shows I found very fascinating because it takes these group of midwives from the East Islands in the late 1950s to around the mid-1960s and beyond. And it's such a good show to get into. Like, I don't think when you first watch the first episode that you kind of want to put it down per se because you kind of don't want to. I think that in all honesty that it does a good job of creating a very strong storyline especially in East Atlanta you deal with like the like the what's the word I'm looking for basically like the stat, financial status of each of the characters and you know whether that be rich or poor I think you know it does a good job of having a very very strong uh grasp of you know the nuns and women who visit expecting mothers of poplar in a town that they're in trying to pour someone with the best poplar care possible to take care of their children that would ever that be birth control or any type of contraceptions they talk about and you have different characters and i would like to talk about um some of them you know without giving too much away because i want you all to enjoy this show for yourself as much as i have but i will give you all a snippet of the one character that i like the most and that is Trixie Franklin. Now she's very interesting. Uh, Trixie Franklin is a bright, glamorous girl in the early 30s, all full of fashion, nalls, and lush red lip. She loves jazz, dancing, keeping fit, but sometimes smokes Shabon cigarettes. She has an outgrowing disposition about herself, and she's a quick wit and isn't afraid to speak her mind, though she's not always as confident as she appears. Trixie is self-confessed alcoholic who now enjoys uh like so, like sober, as in single since the breakdown of her relationship with Christopher Dockwell. She shows a real flair for understanding the medical aspect of her day-to-day midwifery and nurse care. And I think also why I like her a lot, because you see her character being flushed out whether she was jealous of another co-worker, or, you know, dealing with her own alcoholism, or dealing with a lot of breakups. I really loved her because she always tried so hard to you know i wanted trixie to have a happy ending but also every time it seems that way it was like she kept getting knocked down a few pegs and it was kind of sad but i liked like enjoy seeing her grow as a character and and can't wait to see her grow even more as another character that i thoroughly enjoy and i can't wait to see her grow more and may hopefully find her happy ending as she should have her happy ending now, I will say another favorite character of mine is Sister Julianne. She is the sister in charge of Nanata's house, deeply religious. She's also profoundly practical and confines dignity on her patient through her sensitivity and non-judgmental approach. Now, they also do it with women who are pregnant in, like, the prisons, so that'd be the, the female prison, and she does have a more tactical approach to her, which I really like. And you know, you know how nuns take this vow, you know, they no, never get married unless they want to leave that. You know, and you know, how it happens for themselves. And she's often depicted called upon like her mediation between her fellow sisters when they're they're in a quarrel. There's almost essentially a female world and her tacts and distance are essential to the happiness and she does try to spend spread happiness in the convict where they you know, help midwives and the mothers give birth to their healthy babies. And, you know, they deal with a lot of tough issues of babies born with deformities or stillborn. It does take a lot in you to like to keep watching, but it, it shows this is what they had to deal with back then during those times and i feel like one thing that people can overlook about the midwife call the midwife is that people who create the sense of place and the little things you know it's 
isn't everything that we have around it. It's like on the posters, on the walls, on the cards that are around the set. I think the person who plays uh, Sister Annalene has well put that, you know, when you're on a set, you put the props together and make sure there's always that one pen in place. And then also when she's in her office, like, you know, opening letters, that she finds, you know, the contents of the letter rather wonderful or rather distracting letters themselves who either thank Sister Julian for their help for someone making them feel welcome in the world along with helping them deliver their beautiful bundle of joy into the world as well. I think that's one thing that you find fascinating, especially in the 60s back then, because there's a lot of stuff happening in the 60s, a lot of things that were changed along the way. And there's a lot of characters that will come and go and, you know, some that you will literally grow attached to. And I've certainly grown attached to a lot of these characters, and I can't wait to see how they grow as well in season 10 because we had a lot of different people join and disappear you know come back and you're just like yay and you're like you kind of root for them like you kind of pick like your own like characters to root for and I feel like that's one way to think about it because I thoroughly truly thoroughly enjoyed and you know I hope you do as well because this has 10 seasons and I mean 10 seasons and I thoroughly love a lot of them because it dealt with a lot of good in, like different themes and you know how the midwives handle with complicated births and like treatments and like holidays and like each new year you get a new nurse and the different challenges that they all face and I think Call the Midwife is one of the good shows that I thoroughly enjoy and I can't wait for season 10 to pull out more episodes so I can see what interesting adventures all these new nurses get into because I was hooked and I'm still hooked to this day and I can't wait for more seasons to come out for season 10 and I hopefully that y'all will check out Call the Midwives and let me know what you think because I thoroughly enjoyed the show like I've always so kind of like showed my roommates a couple of these episodes and they're kind of hooked on too because they've kind of watched it with me because I've kind of been re-watching it over and over again and I thoroughly enjoy it. and I can't wait to see some of these characters have like their happy endings and I see what kind of challenges they gave for birth for helping these women in Pockler and then their healthcare system growing day by day. And it's just an interesting drama to get into because I thoroughly miss this show and I can't wait to see more because I just love this show so, so, so much. And I think, uh, you know, with COVID going on, the sitting of the season will be, you know, postponed for right now because of COVID. They will make sure all the staff and camera crew are very, very safe. And hopefully once everything... um you know, it's calmed down. They want to make sure, like, the, the priority of their crew and staff are safe during this time. Um, they just want to make sure that, you know, everyone's safe because, you know, they don't want none of the characters to get sick. There are some older characters in this cast that are in the older age, and they want to make sure, like, you know, they're safe as well. So hopefully we'll see season 10 shut some more episodes, hopefully very serious. We can't wait to see where this cast of characters take us next. So I can't wait to, um, you know, Continue watching it. Um, they did post the Christmas special for twenty twenty for season ten, but right now the filming of the season has been postponed due to COVID. Hopefully, once everything calms down, they'll be back to shooting again, and I can't wait to see, to bring them back to um see the full season ten and many more of season ten for uh called the Midwife season premiere for this show, and I think also. We'll see some returning characters. If you've been watching the show as much as I have, you know some characters that will be 
definitely returning and because I just love seeing them on the screen and like being rooting for them and well just cheering for them whether they're their own little personal cheerleaders and hopefully that they all get the happy ending at the end and seeing how like they'll continue to grow with the strong care development of each of the cast members and I hoped you know that they'll be able to grow and more, many more seasons to come, not just stop at season 10, but like season 20, 26. And, you know, I can't wait to see these characters finally adapt to their own unique characteristic and their own unique personalities that they'll be able to grow as, you know, well, the ideal of finding where they, where they belong place in the world, whether that be in popular use in London or somewhere else in the country. And I hope you enjoyed uh, episode four, talking about a show that I've been binge watching constantly nonstop. And I hope that you will enjoy it too as well. And I will see you soon for next episode. Until then, bye.